Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Coach's Corner. I'm Coach Andrew Poretz from Ingenuity Coaching. I help people to discover and fulfill their passions and greatness. My mission, to inspire and challenge you to dream big dreams and with my coaching, help you to manifest those dreams into reality. You can visit my website at myfuturecoach.com and follow me on Twitter at Coach Andrew. If you're listening live and you have a question, the phone over here is 646-929-2893. You'll be able to listen to the show on the phone, and if you press the number one, I'll know you have a question. We also have a live chat room right on the show page where you can feel free to join in. My guest tonight, Morgana Ray, is an internationally acclaimed life coach, author, and speaker, Finally dubbed the money magnet queen by her fans, Morgana is widely regarded to be the world's top relationship with money coach, and she's been featured on ABC TV, PBS, NPR, Fox News Radio, United Press International, and the Wall Street Journal Online. As a thought leader on the topics of wealth and relationship, she's frequently a featured expert on programs with Deepak Chopra, Marianne Williamson, John Gray, John Asaroff, and my mainest man, T. Harv Ecker. You can learn more about Morgana at MorganaRay.com. Morgana, are you with me? Yes, I am, Andrew. Happy to be here. Thank you very much. And we are exactly opposite uh, from each other, about 3,000 miles. Yes, I was just complaining about how cold it is here in L.A., not like where you are in New York, right? Yeah, well, we we are in New York. It's really you know balmy. Uh, it must be close to 50 today. <laughs> yeah. And that's why I, I went, you know, nude bathing uh, somewhere along the Hudson. <laughs> very, very comfortable. Yeah, good. So glad to hear it. Yes, and so is most of the New York uh, people who I it was really scary. You didn't want to be there. So <laughs> I'm really excited to have you have you here. This is, uh, you know, you and I have known each other a little bit uh, for the last uh, year or so, and uh, I'm a fan of yours. Oh, thank you. You're very welcome. And, uh, you know, I, I got a little excited just reading that last group of people that you've gotten to work with, uh, especially. I mean, I, I've I've seen them all. I've met several of them. But T. Harv Ecker, I love that guy. Yeah. Yeah. So I am excited here. Uh, you have a new book with a really cool title. And as soon as I heard this title, I had music in my head, like kind of a mysterious music in my head. I was almost going to see if I can find some to match it. Uh-huh. Did you? you? Know, I, I, yeah. I was unsuccessful. Oh, bummer. Um, maybe I'll do that on the I'll, – I'll pipe some in for the replay, but it should be like kind of like a, I Dream of Genie kind of a sound. You know? I was, yes. Something Middle Eastern, exotic, yeah. alchemical, definitely. Absolutely. We're on the same page. <laughs> so financial chemistry uh, – uh, yeah, financial alchemy – yeah. Um, and uh, we're, uh, first, I'm going to ask you what is financial alchemy, and then I'm going to get back, move back in time a little bit with you. So, okay. first of all, why don't you answer that question? Um, well, alchemy is the transmutation of lead into gold. And for me, because I'm a coach, I interpret that as the transmutation of lead in human experience into spiritual gold. And because my work uses money as the pain point and the area of life that we want to transform, material gold also factors into the end result. So I've been doing this, I created this 10 years ago, and in these years I've coached thousands of people and I've been able to see 
people when they when when they make this inner shift in their relationship with money tangible concrete measurable monetary results have followed and what's fun about that is well the money itself while really important and it's mm-hmm. the pain point that brings people to me it really is just the frosting it the the change that happens before that is so much bigger than that that when Caroline Connors makes $86,000 the next day, it takes her weeks to tell me mm. <laughs> because okay. she's so excited about all this other stuff going on that right. I don't find out about the money. And, and, and that has happened so many times. Yeah, we love the dollars. We love the numbers. It's really mm. fun. It's great. And it's just the tip of the iceberg. So the, so the thing I'm getting, really hearing a lot there is about the inner game that, yeah. that's necessary to create this result. Yeah. Well, see, money is it's really just an aspect of our relationship with life, mm-hmm. being here with existence. And it's that area of life that is has so much pain. It's like that part of life that we have so much trouble being with. And when we can change that, it's like all the other ducks fall in row, in, in line. Mm-hmm. Uh, because money, money is just this symbol of our worth and our lovability and our safety. Uh, I know that literally money is this exchange of value and blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. But really, for us, we we use it as a measure of our worth, of our right to exist. It is the gatekeeper between us and everything we want to have and do and be. So it becomes the bad guy. Very- you know, it just seems to me, when, when you're saying that, it's reminding me of there are a lot of people who come into money suddenly yeah. and unexpectedly and they don't have this good relationship with money or their self-worth and their value towards themselves, and eventually they wind up with as little money as they started out with. Well, I actually have a client, and and I'm not breaking her confidentiality Mm because she's actually shared her story on video, and she came into an unexpected inheritance of $22 million, and Mm. She thought that that was going to be a great thing because she's a lovely person. And it wasn't what it did to her, but what it did to everybody else in her life. Suddenly she became the bank. People wanted her money. Her live-in life partner of many years suddenly quit his job, decided he would never work again, and then left her, got a job, and married somebody else. Wow. So she was being either used for her money or men didn't see mm-hmm. why felt like she had no use for them. So it was getting in the way of love and it became a curse. It became intensely painful. And this is exactly the dynamic that is responsible for why so many lottery winners are broke or dead within three years. I have a friend who coaches NFL players and within three years of being cut from the NFL, most of them are dead or broke. So people without money have a belief that when they have money, all their problems will go away. 
and people with money know that that's not true. Right. And and there's pain on both sides. There's also when you have it, the fear of losing it, the fear of being mm-hmm. taken advantage of, and the pain of not being loved for yourself. So with this client that I was just mentioning to you, I changed her relationship with money. And what happened next is she changed her all the relationships in her life, and then she met the hottest, sweetest, younger man, Buddhism professor, mm-hmm. who didn't care about her money at all, just loves her. And they've right. been together for years. He insisted that she go see an attorney to protect her assets because that's not why he's in the relationship. Mm-hmm. And it, she was when she when she changed her relationship with money, she was able to have money and love in her life, which is really what I why I do what I do. It, but also it, the good news in this uh, story that I, I mean the, the good happy ending is that she didn't she wound up she still has the money and she and she has the other thing. Exactly. exactly. She didn't wind up with not, with nothing, which also often happens. Yeah, well, that's the problem when money gets in the way of love. And that is an issue for most people where men, poor men, when they don't have any money, it is so hard for them to date because not only can they not take a woman out and women want to feel safe. Mm -hmm. You know, it may seem like women are superficial, but women really want to just feel safe and protected. And we need men to demonstrate that they want to and can protect us. I personally believe that that does not have to be done uh, through money. Um, Men can provide and protect for us in so many ways besides money. But culturally in our society, when a guy doesn't have money, it's it's castrating to him. Mm-hmm. And I work with men and they... They they feel like they are like they can't protect and provide and and it's and and the issues of taking women out on dates it's right. really painful and then on the other end of the spectrum if they have a lot of money are they being loved for themselves or are they being used sure. so when money and love are in opposition we have a very good subconscious very good subconscious reason to get rid of it because we want to be loved and so and 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 it's a losing proposition so what i designed was a way to put money and love on the same team a, a sort of a workaround and so the typical results for my clients and and people who go through this process even without me that's why i created this book was so that people can have this without actually needing to be coached by me. I, I've really decided to get over the whole ego notion that, oh, right. my gosh, you have to work with me. Um, instead, I really just boil down what I've learned from coaching thousands of people through this process over 10 years and put it in a book so that you don't need me in the room, so that you can have this on your own. Typical results are not only do people make more money when they no longer need to subconsciously repel and protect themselves from it. Gee whiz, what a surprise. Mm. Uh, But their relationships improve too because it's all coming from the same core issues of worthiness, lovability, and safety. 
So marriages fall back in love. I am just so delighted. I've got a client in Canada who has attracted the most amazing love relationship, like nothing she's ever experienced before. And she and her sweetheart have booked trips all over the world for 2013 where they're going to be co-leading classes in yoga, tantra, and ecstatic dance. Wow. I know. (laughs) That sounds amazing. Yeah. So I'd like to go back in time a little bit here with you and uh, if you could tell some people more about uh, how you got to be who you are. I know you started out as kind of a kind of a, a nerd, you say, <laughs> at yourself. I know. You you said it, not me, but I'm just repeating what I what I read. Oh, I yeah, I I have total love and affection for nerdiness. I think nerdiness is cool. So, um yeah, uh where where would you like me to begin? Well, what was uh, I I say what was like a couple of the biggest things that helped you transform yourself uh from the the nerdtum and and how did you come to the to sort of the wealth of knowledge that you've been able to to uh to give to others? Well, I'm going to go way back and share some stuff that I don't think I've ever shared before on radio. Yeah, since you brought up the nerd thing. This is okay. actually stuff I don't I really this is um way back when I was really truly a child. Mm-hmm. Um my family moved from Hollywood, you know, a kind of urban part of LA way out into the suburbs and it was such a culture shock that I really had no friends at all. And uh I I I got to learn what it was like to be a total social outcast. I was really fortunate because I changed schools and a couple of the cool girls decided they liked me. Who knows why? They took me to the mall, taught me how to dress and brought me into a a crowd of really nice popular people and basically socialized me. Mm. And the gift of that experience is and I believe that this is the gift of all of our pain, is that there's something about experiencing pain that teaches us empathy and humility and mm. for the experience of other people. Right. Um, it, you know, maybe it makes us nicer people, I hope. It has that potential. That that I think is the gift of experiencing pain is you can respect the pain of others. Did you see the movie Clueless, by the way? I love that movie. Yes, I did. That's what you're re- making me think of, that that, uh, that young woman who actually just passed away a couple of years ago who yeah. was the the ugly duckling that they turned her into a swan. That was like the project. And, and of course, in real life, she became quite a swan. Yeah. Point. Yeah, two two little girls from my school, Danielle and Mara, took me to the mall and 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 made me socially acceptable. And wow. I, you know, and I I still love them, and I'm still, you know, and they're and they were never mean girls. They were popular, but they were always nice. So, and really cool people to this day. So. You know, fast forward a couple of decades, mm-hmm. and I have I've got this 
fancy Ivy League education and the really expensive and prestigious coaching certification that took me, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars and and over a year of intense work and hundreds of billable hours as a coach and lots of testimonials mm-hmm. and the website and the brochures and and on the inner work, of course, I have the world's most beautiful vision board and a millionaire mindset, and I am struggling to make $100 a month. Mm. That's where I was 10 years ago. That was actually why it was necessary for me to come up with a new solution accidentally. And and it wasn't just me. I was, even though I was broke, didn't have anywhere near money to pay rent, going into debt, borrowing from my dad and all that stuff, which is horrible when you're telling people that you can help them with their lives and you've got this shameful secret. And I really was. I was helping these actors and writers and directors get TV series and sell their films and all this kind of stuff. I was a great coach. I just could not make money. And nobody else's thing was working. And I had to find the root cause. And I had to find a solution that I wasn't finding out there. And what I do, which is really, really common among us, Mm -hmm just don't feel worthy of getting paid is I took another class and this time I'm taking a class in relationship coaching thinking, well, when I have that skill, then I'll feel justified in charging Mm. money to help. And I was really fortunate that I was doing this because it inspired my coach to ask me the weirdest question, which gave birth to everything I do now. He knew I was taking relationship coaching. So one day he said to me, Morgana, if your money was a person, who would your money be? And up until then, it nothing made sense. I would take classes in overcoming sales objections and become really good at that, and seven people in a row said, yes, they'd hire me after I overcame their objections, and they didn't show up, and I made no money. Hmm. When he asked me who my money was, I suddenly had this vision of this big, scary, dirty, violent biker who terrified me. And if I were at a live event with this biker, I would have my eye on him every moment to create maximum distance between us. Mm -hmm. And for the first time in my life, my financial situation made sense. Because if that was my money... Even though I was working so hard consciously to make money and I knew that money was a tool and it was blah, 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 unconsciously I was actively creating maximum distance between me and that terrifying, dangerous, dirty thing. And if my money was this biker, there was no way I was going to be able to have it in my life. Mm Mm-hmm. So I had to end that relationship, which then created a new problem. (laughs) Yay, the monster is gone. Oh, no, I have just rejected the only relationship with money I have. Right. And it created this big, empty space. And, of course, Mm -hmm. all of this is happening within a matter of minutes. 
And I didn't want the monster to come back. So I knew I had to do something. And I thought to myself, okay, who would I want in my life so much that I would want this person in my life even though it's money? It had to be somebody so wonderful and loving and lovable and safe, somebody I could desire so much that I'd be willing to have this person in my life even though this person was money. And I knew that was the only way that I'd be able to have money in my life. Okay. So, and it's really important because the process works when the relationship is based on the person money is, not the person being money. As long as we're attaching this relationship to dollars and cents and what have you done for me and that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. you're still in the old relationship. Got it. And you're still it kind of a victim to what money does or doesn't do for you. So we really want to get rid mm-hmm. of that. And so I spontaneously imagine this tall, dark, handsome, romantic young man in a tuxedo who was carrying a bouquet of red flowers who wanted to woo me. I mean, I'm just, I don't know where these images come from, but Mm. that's what came. And even though I was in a really lovely romantic relationship with a human being who I was very much in love with. So I'm just putting it out there that you get to have both. Okay. Yeah. And and you're not cheating on the, on the real guy with the, with the money guy. Uh, Yes, absolutely. You are not cheating because, um, and it's, and, and that question comes up all the time, which, totally delights me Um, because if somebody is feeling that it's like oh good this new relationship is feeling that real Mm. and we want it to feel that real that this concern is coming up so a um, to date nobody has been able to successfully have physical sex with their imaginary friend (laughs) Because that imaginary friend does not have a body. Right. So, yeah, green light there, nothing to worry about there. And what happens is when we are that lit up, when you are a guy and this imaginary woman just swoons into your arms and looks at you, and sighs and bats her eyelashes and goes, you are my hero. You slayed that monster for me. Mm-hmm. That does something for a man. And his partner is going to feel that because men tell me that they stand taller and they feel like heroes. And that makes the woman in their lives feel safe. And that's very attractive if you're in a relationship or not in a relationship. That's Mm -hmm. very attractive to romantic partners, to clients, to money, to basically anything you want. And for women, when we are financially insecure, it's like we become masculine and hard and defensive, and we are not feeling safe to be juicy and receptive and feminine. Mm. So when our money honey shows up and he looks like Hugh Jackman or Denzel Washington or, you know, I just, Vigo Mortensen, I love hearing who shows up. And this guy is in love with us and, and sees us like, like a love goddess. 
whether we're 25 or 75, Mm -hmm. we feel beautiful and we feel like we can relax and we get soft and we get radiant and we become super, super attractive to romantic partners and clients and money. And I I had a client who was 72 years old who would walk down the street and people would smile at her and give her flowers. I know, I know. And and she was also just a gorgeous woman, but she didn't know it until she got rid of her monster. You know, it's funny, you you mentioned a few names, but before you had mentioned the names, I was going to ask you who you, who might you cast in this, if there were a movie of this, because I was going to say Bradley uh, Cooper. Oh, nice that's one. My, that I, was my guy. I was going to put him in the movie for you. Yeah. I, I, hey, I'm game. You know, okay. And I'm, by the way, madly, madly in love with a human guy. Um, very happy with him, and my money, honey, is my money, honey, brought me this guy. That's, um, awesome. that's one of the things about this relationship is when you've I, I haven't finished the story of the process because I'm easily distracted <laughs> and love to go on tangents. That's I'm, I'm I do that all the time, so it's okay. Yeah, but the, this there it's because it's really address, addressing these really deep human issues of worth and lovability and safety. Not only does it show up in your finances and you're feeling worthy to get paid, and also for me, this is the thing, is when I have this beautiful, gorgeous man who now looks like Clive Owen. He's really kind of matured, but at the time, my first, you know, my beginning <laughs> money, honey, was this very clean-cut, young, right. very safe young man. Um, I, all those years that I've been pushing money away and ashamed to get paid, it's like I was ashamed of my boyfriend. And that really broke his heart because he wanted to be with me. And now we're t- and now imagine that boyfriend is money. Mm. So every time I didn't want to state my fee or I apologized for my fee. It's like I was apologizing for my boyfriend. Oh. And think of what that did to him. He's bringing me clients, and I'm apologizing for him, and that hurt his feelings. So I stopped doing it because I I stopped being a jerk. And what that looked like was, okay, so I meet this gorgeous guy. I get a sense of how wonderful he is, this imaginary guy, for anyone who's just tuning in, who I call my money honey, my my new personified relationship with money. Right. It was so real. It was shocking. And I could feel his broken heart and how much he loved me, which was also really surprising. And I asked him what he needed from me so he could be with me, so he could stay with me the way he wanted to, because he did want to. But I got, and this is the thing, is it's not the law of attraction telling the universe what to give you. It's it's this relationship of equal intimate partners this is why it works best in terms of tangible dollar amounts it works best when you can be lovers when i started this with clients back in 2003 just trying to figure out how to reproduce what happened for me because the day Mm -hmm. after i changed my relationship i got four new clients who were paying me twice what i'd ever charged before and they just kept coming and coming and coming and coming so i had a lot of clients to test this on 
And in the beginning, their new relationship with money would be a fluffy red cat or a dog or a horse or Gandhi or Oprah or a fairy godmother or future self or any of this kind of stuff. And it wasn't working. Mm. And or Ama, one of them had Ama, the, the, the hugging saint, you know, and it and and nothing was happening. And then a client had Vigo Mortensen for her money, honey, okay. and boom, new clients and lots of money come in. There is something about that kind of sexy, romantic relationship that just, I think the stakes are higher. It brings something out in us. It's juicy and attractive. It's less in our head. And there's that intimacy and that vulnerability. And for the law of attraction people out there who have read Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill wrote a whole chapter about sexual transmutation. And he says that sex is the most attractive of everything, you know, higher than love and fame and fortune and friendship and music and, you know, at the very top, the, the he, in, it, it, he believed that the most attractive energy is sexual energy. Mm-hmm. But he didn't make money a person. Um, I did by accident. And so here I am. Now, I, I, I'm going to ask you a question about this, uh, making money a person. Now, you as a woman making money a, a particular romantic leading man type, now, would a, a man do the same thing? Uh, have a woman, or like I know a lot of men, like I, we we tend to have heroes, for example. Yeah, Might you want it to be a woman because you are the hero. Okay. You slayed the dragon when you killed your monster, and um, I've even though people tend to associate, you know, think that I just coach women, I have coached a lot of guys. Okay. And I have to say, your monsters are the scariest. (laughs) You (laughs) really have your work cut out for you. When you have killed your monster, you are the hero that killed the dragon or whatever your monster looks like. Uh, A tip about monsters for everybody listening. We do not want your monster to be a ghost or a cloud or a rock or a lump or a blob. We really want it to be as... Ideally, the more human, the better, because that is real to us, because we as human beings have a real frame of reference. (coughs) It doesn't have to be a real person, but we wanted to have some kind of a human semblance, even if it's a vampire or a swampy thing. We wanted to have eyes. We wanted to have thoughts. We wanted to have a physical presence so that you can get rid of it physically. Also... Um, you do not want it to be your parents, no matter what your parents did. <laughs> and I only bring this up because okay. there are parents out there who are monsters. Right. But we do not want your parent to be your money monster because I am assuming that the person listening to this interview right now is not a sociopath. Right. And... When I say get rid of your monster, I say get rid of your monster by whatever means necessary. Uh, That means lightsaber, flamethrower, 
what are those really giant crossbows, sword, mm-hmm. machete, what, whatever, fiery pit, whatever is perfectly acceptable. And we don't want to do that to your mom or dad, no matter what they did, because they did give you birth. And we also don't want to do that in actual real life, where this is a... a, a, a right. We don't want to do that in real life. And I... Representation. I just, yeah. I... I per- and I could be wrong on this, but in my experience coaching people, mm-hmm. I don't believe that you will really believe that you've gotten rid of your monster if it's your parent. Because... You really can't kill your parent, I certainly hope. Right. And if your parent is still alive, then, you know, you still have to deal with that. I just don't think it's a good idea. So we want to make your monster bigger than your parents, and maybe your monster used your parent to get to you and to hurt you. But we want your monster to be as big and bad as possible because the bigger and badder your monster is, the bigger and better your money, honey, is, which will be the complete opposite. Okay, so it's then you, on the errant pay on the Anstrome. I Ray. <laughs> I Ray on Ray. Yes, okay. right on. Pig Latin speakers of the world unite. Yeah. <laughs> so I, one thing I wanted to ask you about uh, on a kind of a practical level. Now, you know, looking at your book, uh, your book, uh, uh, a great deal of your book is actually a workbook, uh, literally uh, literally a workbook, meaning you work in the book. Yeah. And now there's people like me who grow up in a, in a certain way that I have like this iron hand might stop me, might pull my hand back from writing in a book. What do you do about the, uh, people like me? Uh, write with pencil. <laughs> Like, uh, like, do you have, uh, do you have offer downloads for people who like to type? Nope. Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. So no, you like um, to, so tell me about the value really imp- of the writing uh, it versus another way of doing it. Yeah. Sorry, you're stuck. It's a physical book. I know it's the latest thing, really cutting edge technology, where you have to actually open it every day uh-huh. and spend about a minute writing. Okay. If if that much, it's like going to be really hard writing, like coming up with five successes every night before you go to bed. I'm being totally sarcastic when I say it's hard. I personally believe that we have been sold such a bill of goods on this whole notion that change takes a long time and Mm -hmm. it's hard. That is great for the therapy business. And frankly, I don't have that kind of patience. So what I've learned from experience is that big change can actually be really rapid. I mean, interchange takes no time at all. Mm-hmm. External change, like building bridges and losing 30 pounds, can take some time. Interchange doesn't have that if you're ready and you've set it up and you've gotten rid of the and you and you identify the inner obstacles and you really want it, or if you you know can check to see okay what are the payoffs of this negative behavior? Oh, I get attention. Well, okay, I'll get attention this way instead. Then there's really no reason for interchange to not be really quick. And in my experience, it can happen in the blink of an eye. Okay. And I also believe that for change to stick, easier is better than hard because easy is sustainable. 
I, I, one of these days I'm going to learn how to complete a sentence. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the book is designed, it's actually, I created it for myself years before I published it. Okay. This is my own system for accomplishing ridiculous goals. And the fun thing is that the more outlandish and unbelievable they've been, the easier and quicker they've manifested. I'm really good at that kind of thing, at sort of making things happen as if by magic. Mm. And then I've done this with my clients, and I just picked the strategies that have the biggest bang for the buck. I like things that are minimal effort that have really big payoffs. And that's how I designed the book. Also, once you change your relationship with money, and this is real this is really important that I learned after a few years into doing this, is that it's not enough just to fall in love with your cute money. Life still happens because mm-hmm. there are still things for you to learn. <clears throat> And the biggest question that clients say is, okay, you know, a few weeks later, I'm having trouble hearing my money. What do I do now? How do I stay connected with my money? And that's why I created a year-long program to keep reconnecting you to your money, honey, so that it doesn't have to be hard and so that I don't have to be around. I don't want it to sound mean like I don't want to be around. It's just that I don't want to coach 7 billion people one-to-one. That would be really, really, that would take a lot of time. and You would never eat and sleep. And, and I've got a new boyfriend who I want to make out with. That's right. And that right. would be coming into make-out time. I know. And I I saw your the picture of the two of you, very nice-looking fellow. <laughs> so, you know, again, it's that, like, letting go that, egotistical notion that, you know, the great and powerful Morgana has to be in the room for the magic to happen. And really, I'm so much more into the possibility of people having phenomenal changes without without me having to be there one-on-one. And, uh, you know, the big secret is I'm having this big book launch on January 23rd. If you buy the book on Amazon on January 23, you are going to get dozens and dozens and dozens of phenomenal. Mm. I went to my coaches uh-huh. and my friends and my heroes and told them what I was doing, and they are giving away their programs if you buy it on that day, which means that the book is already on Amazon because we had to put it there so it will be in stock on the 23rd, but I want you to buy it that day so that you get the gifts. Okay, so I just want to make sure I got understand. It's like right now somebody can go and buy the book, but if they buy it today, they don't get the gifts. Is that correct? Right, right. Okay, yes. so you want to buy it on the 23rd. I know, okay, I know that on your page is a launch page. I actually had put that link in, in both of those links in my in your show page for t- for tonight. Yes, thank you. Yeah, if, what what we have, and I'm, that's why I'm so glad that we're doing this today for two reasons. If you go to my website, MorganaRay.com, and you click on the book launch button, it'll show you all the people who are generously, generously giving cool stuff, and it'll say what they're giving away when you buy it on January 23. And, or if you're in Australia, January 24. It's so confusing that way. <laughs> okay. Uh, and just give us your name and your email address, and you will be sent all the information you need to know about how to get the book and how to get the gifts. 
So that's one piece of the puzzle. And tomorrow, which is January 15th, is the first day of a three-day telesummit that I've been dreaming of doing for years. And the topic is money, love, and magic. Wow. And so tomorrow is the first day. Tomorrow is the money day. So also on my website, you will see a button for the telesummit. Mm -hmm. Give me your name and your telephone number. I know. I am like such... I drive such a hard bargain here. I know. You're, you're really hard. I, um, I, of course, I don't share your information with anybody because that would be really disgusting, sleazy, scammy, icky. Mm-hmm. And I'm try yeah. not to be disgusting, sleazy, scammy, icky. Um, but what, what that will do is it will put you in the autoresponder sequence to get the information okay. for calling, you know, getting the information to listen to the telesummit on your computer tomorrow. And it's it's very simple. It's three days at noon, 90 minutes each. Tomorrow, the guest speakers are Christopher Howard, Bob Doyle, who starred in The Secret, and Noah St. John. All three of them are best-selling authors, ridiculous wealth experts, total magicians themselves, and super good guys, and hot <laughs> for the girls out there. Give, give me a, a sneak preview of somebody who's giving away a gift. Oh, gosh. Well, actually, off the top of my head, because I'm not on that page. but That's I'm okay. Just like whatever the first one that comes to the my Okay, two of my first coaches, and you may not know who they are because they keep a low profile, but my first ever coaches myself are Kat Williford and Barbara Schiffman, and they – are two of the first people that I went to and asked to participate in this. And so Kat has a program, an MP3 of guided meditations and worksheets called Decode Your Body's Messages for Love, Health, and Happiness. And she is so very, very magical. And Barbara Schiffman, oh, my gosh, Barbara was my very first coach. Not only is she this extraordinary breakthrough coach specifically, um, in the entertainment industry, but she also uses tarot and astrology and all sorts of Akashic records. And mm-hmm. she has a life energy tune-up workbook and life balance MP3. And she was the first coach to teach me that the smallest, tiniest action can have huge results, that that achieving results doesn't have to be hard. She's the one that I learned that from. Well, she must feel like a real proud parent today. Um, kind of. <laughs> yeah, like, look, look at you. Yeah, she really, you know, and I did not, when I was, she was the very first coach I had, I did not at the time recognize what a master she was. It mm-hmm. took me years to recognize just how phenomenal she is. And then we have lots of uh, famous people, like we have um, Deborah Poneman, who is kind of grew up in the ranks with Janet Atwood and Marcy Shimoff. She was teaching transcendental meditation to all of them in the 70s, including teaching transcendental meditation to Deepak Chopra. We've got Alison Maslin. We've got Christine Closer. We've got Ava Gregory. 
Uh, we've got these are we've got Debbie Bermont. We these are oh Jeffrey Van Dyke. De- Jeffrey Van Dyke has coached Bill Gates, Jacques Chirac, Donald Trump, Peter Jennings, Ariel Sharon. I mean a real hack, a real newbie here. And I'm being total. I he's I just. <laughs> And he's, his bonus gift is called Intuitive Money Magic. We've got Cynthia Kersey, who is one of the leaders in, in the transformational industry, and she's a philanthropist who has provided she, – she is building schools in Africa. And I wanted to bring her actually – She's on the love day of the Money, Love, and Magic Telesummit because what she does is such a perfect marriage of love and money. Um, so, you know, that they're all giving away really high-quality stuff. And I, I, there are dozens and dozens and dozens of them. Please just go to MorganaRay.com so I can stop yammering on about it and <laughs> click on, on Book Launch, and you can see all the people who are giving stuff on that day and what they're giving. Um, and then, of course, we've got the three-day telesummit starting tomorrow, which you don't have to buy anything for. It's just I have had that fantasy of doing this forever and the book launch seemed like just a great excuse yeah that's great thanks so in, in our in our last uh, section here though, i want to see if i can get a couple of uh things i'd like to ask you about that i, I don't want to i don't want you to give away too much here but there's a couple of things that really stood out for me that i thought we might want to talk about one was like you make a really bold statement early on in the book mm-hmm. why affirmations are pathetic <laughs> yeah and, and and I've never heard anybody say that before, and so th- that I had to I had to ask you about that. Well, there was actually um, a study by a university in the UK a couple of years ago. I was so happy to see that because it was sort of an affirmation of what I believe. I can't believe I just said affirmation of what I believe. Well, any- <laughs> Sorry. Um, a confirmation. A yes. confirmation. They found that people who said affirmations actually felt worse because – they were lying. So if I'm 300 pounds and I'm saying that I'm healthy and fit, that's not true. Mm-hmm. And so it's it really is because it is a form of lying, and we we are not dumb and we know it. So it it almost magnifies the gap, and it also is making us wrong for having. Our truth. So instead, well, and the the way I describe it, and this is this is truly what I believe, is it's like putting a band-aid on a wound, and an inf- put on an infected wound. And years ago, I was I was my cat was having a frightened moment and bit me, and I didn't know better, so I put a band-aid on on the cat bite. Mm-hmm. And within six hours, there was a black line traveling up my wrist and arm, my cat bit me in the hand, was traveling up my arm towards my heart and my arm was going numb. And if I had not gone to the emergency room, I would have died. Oh, my God. Because if we do not suck out the poison, it goes inward. So that's, for me, 
why affirmations don't work is because we have to suck out the poison first. And really, this is the turning lead into gold. If something isn't the way you want it to be, let's really take it on. The first step of alchemy, which goes back tens of thousands of years, and if I were to use the Latin the uh, word for the first step of alchemy, it's negredio, it's the blackening. So what we want to do is we really want to separate the lead from the gold. Otherwise, the best you can hope for is money mud, which mm-hmm. is what you've got now. So go. we really want to go into the shadow for people who you know understand what that means, that modality, go into the darkness and the pain and really bring it out so that we can truly get rid of the poison so that we have room for this new relationship which is so life transforming awesome now one of the things you talk a lot about is gratitude yeah so i'd like to hear from you uh, uh, your thoughts about the power of gratitude um mm, gratitude just feels good You know, that's kind of, you know, that's how profound it is for me. Mm -hmm. I have in the book, the hardest thing in the entire book is I've got um, this appreciation list of Mm -hmm. 100 and a wish list of 100. And I find that actually coming up with 100 things to feel grateful for is much, much, much easier than coming up with 100 things to wish for. Which, maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. But I have the wish list to stretch your imagination mm-hmm. because we so give up on what we want or we don't go as deep and as far as we can. Have you found that to be true for others, that having the same uh, challenge of coming up with things to wish for? That's what I've heard. Mm-hmm. That's what I've heard. And... um I don't know if I've ever actually come up with a hundred in all the years that I've been doing this. So you don't. I'm here to say that you don't have to, you know, be perfect mm-hmm. to be able to have results. That itself is not part of the financial alchemy process. But in terms of relationship. I would use the word appreciation. By the way, this is a tip for all relationships. Like everything that I teach for your relationship with mm-hmm. money, you can also apply to your relationship with sure. your honey. Is and, and I have had fights with my money, honey, and then mm-hmm. I make a decision to recommit to the relationship because I know what I'll get with the monster. If I, if I go, because I've been there, I know exactly without a doubt what I will get with the monster, and that is poverty and scarcity and and ultimately death. I don't always know what I'll get with my money, honey. I cannot predict any financial result for myself Mm -hmm. or anybody else, but I know my odds are better. And from experience, um, I've made millions of dollars with my money, honey. So... That's, That's a pretty good result right there. Yeah. So... In terms of appreciation, this is a great little just relationship trick. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, the power of appreciation is when you find, whether you're in your relationship with your money or a human person, and you're in that negative circle, that negative cycle, 
it's really great to take like a little commercial break and interrupt that negative cycle with uh, an appreciation loop. By the way, I didn't invent this. This actually comes from um, a leader in the whole relationship coaching okay. uh, world, uh, John Gottman. Which And it sort of looks like this. Uh, what I appreciate about you is, and you haven't even planned it, and then you just blurt it, like, what I appreciate about you, Money, is that you're always there even when I leave you. Because every right. time I give away my my services for free or every time I am mean to myself mm-hmm. or beat myself up or judge myself, every time um, I let somebody not be nice to me. Those are all, every time I just, or I just take my money, honey, for granted and don't communicate, those are all ways that I leave the relationship. But but more than anything, every time I am mean to myself, I it's like I am leaving my money, honey, because that breaks his heart. That's huge. Yeah. Wow. So one last thing before we go back to uh, making sure everybody knows where to find you and all that. But uh, you use the word magic quite a bit. Yeah. I use the word magic because that magical is and always has been the number one adjective that my clients use to describe me. Now, I personally love the Arthur C. Clarke quote, where he says that any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. So I have seen results on a pretty regular basis that I can't personally really explain and I could not have predicted of financial, relationship, health issues, all sorts of Things happening that are very unlikely that I can't explain, but they happen with such regularity that they've just sort of kind of become, they're my normal. And I don't really need to know the workings of why it happens, but Mm -hmm. I know how to make it happen, how to make things happen as if by magic. And that's what this book is about, is even if I don't truly understand why it works, Mm -hmm. I know it does. And I really want everybody to have what I consider a charmed life. And a charmed life is when you feel in partnership with the universe, where it's not the heavy lifting and it's not all up to you, and you actually don't have to be alone on the journey. So you can sit on the couch with snuggling with your money, honey, and you can take a look at your circumstances, especially if you don't like what they look like, especially if you had a really bad economic month or something happened that you really don't like. That is when you need to have a good relationship with money more than any other time. 
it's very easy to think you've got a great relationship with money when everything's going great. But when you really want a good relationship with money is when you don't like what's going on, then you can snuggle with your money honey on the couch and take a look at what's going on and see what's possible. Nice. Yeah. Okay, Morgana. I would like to uh, repeat for everyone listening uh, your uh, your where to find you, the, the announcement again on the book, and remind everybody this huge – uh, giveaways that are coming. Yeah. Well, you want to go to MorganaRay.com, and that's R-A-E, MorganaRay.com, and you'll see a, a link for the book launch to find out all about the gifts on January 23. It's a game. I thought I just thought it would be fun to be number one on Amazon, yes. so I'm throwing a party. Okay. <laughs> and buy it on January 23 because I thought it would be fun to be number one on Amazon. So we're giving you a bunch of gifts to buy on that day. And what day of the week is that? That's a Wednesday. Wednesday. A week from, a week from Wednesday, January 23 in the U.S., January 24 in Australia and thereabouts. Um, and also the Telesummit. I'm so excited about this. It's Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of this week from at noon Pacific time for 90 minutes. And even if you can't make it live, give us your name and your email address so that you can listen to the recording. Ah, I'm very glad you said that. That's yeah. great because I won't be able to listen at that time, but I, that's very exciting for me to know. Well, we set it up just for you, Andrew. Oh, thank you, Morgana. You're welcome. And for and for people who don't even like to wait that long, um, another thing on my website is I've got a four-part totally free video series to really kind of start you on the process of financial alchemy. And you'll see when you get to my website, there's a very um, sort of outrageous photo of me lying on my back in this bed of money and roses <laughs> and an opt-in form to get my four-part video series on how mm -hmm. to become irresistible to money so that you can start the process even before the book comes out. It doesn't go into the depth and detail of the book, but I'm also really proud of those videos. Of course. No, that sounds great. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. So, I, I, again, I want to thank you so much for being with me here on Coach's Corner. I know I've learned a lot from you tonight, and, of course, I've been reading your book, and now I had a year-long plan to work with Thanks yeah. to you. Beautiful. So I'm very grateful to you for that. Oh, you're welcome. And uh, everyone, g run out, go to that site, sign up for the teleclasses, buy the book, not today, buy it next Wednesday. The links, if you didn't hear them, they're on my show page. Again, it's MorganaRay.com. I will be back here next week on Blog Talk Radio, Coach's Corner. Thank you, everyone, and we'll see you next week. Good night. Good night.